Again, welcome Westover. Thank you for being with us. Happy New Year. Prosperos Anos Nuevo. Amen. We're calling this year the Year of Together. Now in a few weeks, I'm going to be speaking about coming together and pulling together and that we're better together. I'm going to be unpacking that word together throughout this year. But we're going to begin January with this challenge. It's a spiritual challenge of a coming together, not just in this room and together with one another, but a coming together unto God. A coming together unto God. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 2, verse number 1, it says that when the day of Pentecost came, came they, were, they came together. They were together. There was not, not just a people in the same room. There was a spiritual moment of, of merging together with God. And I want to invite our men. Fellas, I want to talk to you a moment. I want you to go with me on a journey this year, a spiritual journey. We're registering right now for the men's encounters. Not just a thing to do. It's a coming together moment. Fellas, many of us, we grew up in a home where, where, the, where the father was not the, the spiritual voice in the house. Your, your dad didn't pray in the home. Your dad didn't take you to church. Your dad didn't read by the Bible to you. And some of us feel like we're spiritual orphans. That we're trying to do for our family what was never done for us. And, and I will tell you, the devil wants to keep men leery of the church. The devil wants to keep men leery of God. And I want to invite our fellows, our men this year, go on a journey with me. Let, let there be a spiritual coming together of what God can and will do in our life. With that in mind, I'm going to invite you to go to uh, Psalm chapter 68. It's on our app. Our notes are there. Our verses are there. Or you can join me in your Bible. And I'm going to be all month in this one chapter. In fact, I already started Wednesday night and we're going to be going through this chapter. And one verse that I'm just going to reiterate to us over and over again is Psalm 68, 1 and 2. Let's read it together. Kind of a theme for this year. May God arise. May his enemies be scattered. May his foes flee before him. Lord, it says, may you blow them away like smoke as, as wax melts before a fire. May the wicked perish before God. Here's what God is saying. That person at work that is antagonizing you, trying to stab you in the back, that, that situation that is absolutely, you feel like eating your lunch. If God will arise, if God will arise, God is saying he will scatter your enemy. What, what does the word arise mean? It has the idea that God becomes the focal point. That God is number one. T-G-I-F. Today God is first. T-G-I-F. Today God is first. In my life. In this year. God's going to be the focal point. May God arise. Not like a jack in the box. We turn it pops up. We like it and then we stick God back in the box, put him in the shelf, and we go along three or four months until another issue arises. Then we say, God, I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you, and we want God to rise again. No, God wants to have a place in our life, in our family, in our home, in our conscience. God wants to arise. And the Bible says this, our enemies will be scattered. It literally means God will shatter them and separate them. God will get them out of your life. If God will arise, if God will arise, it's, it's an invitation to worship. It, it's, it's not just putting a placard on the, on the 
refrigerator. It's just not saying, oh yeah, God's number one to me. It's literally saying in my life, in my life, I'm going to be a worshiper. I'm going to put God first. I'm, I'm going to focus on God. God's priority comes before my priority. God is not second place. God is first in my life. And when God becomes the focal point, when God arises to become the central place in your life, his promise to you and I, your enemies will scatter. And I want to share with us today four expressions of enemy scattering praise. I'm going to show you what the Bible tells us how to scatter the enemies in our life. And we're going to end. Our worship today is going to be a worship moment. So I'm going to ask you to get ready. I'm going to ask you to prepare your heart because we're going to end with a moment of, of, of praising the Lord and it's going to be enemy scattering praise. Some of us came in, we're dreading tomorrow. That, that situation, that, that, that boss, that coworker, that, that, that problem, that just that stress, the insomnia that's just tormenting your life all the time. God is saying, guess what? If you'll worship me, if you'll let me come to the forefront, I'll scatter your enemies. Four expressions of enemy scattering praise, and they're found in verse number four. Let's go back to the, to the Bible and just look at them for just a moment. Can we do that? Just four expressions of enemy scattering praise. Sing to God. Sing praise to his name. Extol him who rides on the clouds. Rejoice before him. His name is the Lord. Four expressions of enemy scattering praise. God would say to us today, if we will enter his presence with praise, God will enter our circumstances with power. Enter God's presence with praise. God will enter your circumstances with power. Four expressions of enemy scattering praise. The first one I'm going to refer to as affirmation praise affirmation praise affirm god it opens verse number four with this phrase sing to god sing to god so i i began to go in the bible and i began to study this and say well i want i just god you have something there i want to dig it out so i began to chase that hebrew word in the 54 times it's mentioned in the old testament and i found something very intriguing that phrase sing to god what it means in the hebrew it has a very interesting it just all 54 mentions it comes down to this this is what god is saying i want you to grip this when it says sing to god it literally means sing It literally means sing. It's the idea that you rehearse, you affirm who God is in your life. And can I tell you, that some of us, mistakenly, we think singing is an optional part of the church service. Why? I think some of us have the idea that, that well, I'm, I'm not talented and I, I'm not good at only the, the talented people. Only the musically uh, talented people can sing, and I am not. I tell you, if I had a CD, you would, you would use it for a doorstop. You would never play it. I am not a singer. I have absolutely no musical ability whatsoever. But can I tell you, this is not American Idol, and God is not Simon Cowell. <laughs> God's not up there waiting for you. Oh, that one, they don't. 
beep, throw them out. It has no credence with God. Can I tell you, it, it's not talking talent. It's not talking skill. It's not talking ability. It's not talking the ability to be able to have a vocal skill. This is saying we need to sing. We need to voice praise unto the Lord. It enters into God's throne room. God hears it. It's acceptable. God receives that. We need to worship him. Can I tell you, Beyonce's new song is never heard in heaven. It doesn't go in the throne room. Adele's new song is never heard in the throne room. The angels have never swayed to Garth Brooks talking about low places. It never enters into heaven. But when one of his people, when one of God's children, in a moment, without regard to skill and ability, they begin to sing God says, I hear it. I am glorified in that, and I will bless them. The Bible tells us in Psalm chapter number 19, verse number 4, may the words of my mouth, may the meditation of my heart be pleasing to the Lord, pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. It tells us there are two kinds of praise there. There is meditation and there is vocal praise. There's a place for meditation praise. There is. If, if you're at the checkout counter at the grocery store tomorrow, you can have meditation praise. When you go to your work cubicle tomorrow and there's people all around you, you can have meditation prayer. You may sit in a waiting room in a little bit and you may be waiting to talk to a realtor or talk to a banker or talk to a doctor. When you're in the medical room and the doctor's going to come in a few moments, that's a great place for meditation praise. Your spouse cannot sleep and you're up at 2 o'clock in the moment. It's wonderful for meditation praise. There is a place for meditation praise. But there is a place for vocal praise. Let the words of my mouth. And I need to let you know, when we come together for corporate worship, this is not meditation praise. This is a time for vocal praise. This is a time to sing unto the Lord. This is a time for you to voice. And some of us think if we just come in and nod our head and pat our foot, guys, some of us, we just, that's an uncomfortable area for us to sing. Can I tell you, you're not trying to impress somebody else. You're trying to gain access to the heart of God and you need to sing. Can I advise you, if your spouse cannot sleep at night and it's 2 o'clock in the morning, that's not a time to sing at the top of your voice, praise unto the Lord. That's not a time to shout out praise. That's a time for meditation praise. But when we come together in the corporate worship, this is a time for us to say, let the words of my mouth be acceptable in your sight. Oh God, receive this. The Bible tells us in Isaiah chapter 54, and I was reading it the other day, a verse that many of us have read and we gain strength from. Verse 17, no weapon formed against you will prosper, will prevail. Isn't that good news? No weapon that comes against you will succeed. Back up verse number 15, it tells us whoever attacks you will, sur will, be, will surrender to you. That person that's trying to do you in on the job, they're going to surrender to you. God's going to see to it. God says in this chapter, he's going to rebuild in our lives. How does all that happen? Lord, I love this chapter. How does all these good things happen? It begins with verse number one, and it says, and sing and burst forth with song unto the Lord. There is something powerful 
and spiritual about affirming. And I want to call you to become a singer. Oh, you'll never have a, uh, a record on iTunes maybe. I'll, ne I'll never be signed in a contract by RCA. But can I tell you what? In God's throne room of glory, God wants to receive the song of praise from the heart of his people. And I invite you to affirmation praise. Number two. The Bible tells us there is inspiration praise. It says, sing praise to his name. Sing unto God, sing praise to his name. Now, wait a minute. What does it mean? Sing unto the Lord and sing praise to his name. They're two different Hebrew words. Singing is just absolute vocalize. You need to vocalize your praise. Some of us, we need to learn to vocalize worship unto God. But the Bible says not only, not, not only affirmation praise, inspiration praise. What is inspiration praise? The word sing praises to his name literally means in the Hebrew language, it has the idea of humming. Okay, follow with me. Humming. Help me understand that, Pastor. Have you ever, have you ever heard a song or you sang a song and then all day long you found yourself, <laughs> you're going about your business and you don't even know it. You're humming it. Somehow you just, it just kind of got into your mind and just got into your, your, your psyche, your conscious. And you're just, you're just singing it all day long. You're just, you're, you're continuing to sing this song time after time. That's what the Bible talks about in, in Ephesians 5 and 19. It says, speak to one another in psalms and hymns and songs in the Spirit. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord. Make, sing and make music in your heart to the Lord. That and make music in your heart to the Lord is what the Bible talks about. Sing praise to Him. It's the idea almost like humming. Mm, yeah. Just, you, it's, it's not just you're saying the words. You get in the attitude of it. It captures your heart. It gets, in, it gets inside of you. It becomes a part of who you are, and it kind of gets in your spirit. And I'm talking about, have you ever, have you ever just sung your way to joy? Have you, have, you, have you ever had just these crushing feelings of distress and, and confusion in your life, and you just sung yourself out of the confusion and you sung yourself into the presence of the Lord. You know what I'm talking about? I'm just talking about you, li you lift yourself out of it. That's, that's inspiration praise. We sing unto the Lord. Every one of my African-American brothers and sisters in this room knows something. They know the roots, the beginning of what we call soul music. Soul music. Oh, I know. You can go on iTunes and you can download and it's a whole genre of music. Soul music. Do you know where soul music came from? African-American brothers and sisters, they know. It goes back to the black church. They would gather together and they would have worship. And it was spontaneous birth in the black church. They would sing songs and they would finish like verse number one. And perhaps it would end with the phrase, and I will love the Lord. And somebody in the church would just all of a sudden go, mm -mm. Yes, I will love the Lord. Yes, I'm going to love him. I'm going to love him when the sun shines. And I'm going to love him in the darkness. 
And then all of a sudden, they would begin to sing spontaneous. And that became soul music. It has its roots in the black church and southern gospel music. It has been secularized today, but it goes back to that time in the distress of the song. It's exactly what the Bible says here, making music in your heart unto the Lord. It's truly the soul music. When you move from just singing words and it's not on the screen, it's something that's in your heart. And all of a sudden your heart begins to sing, Oh God, I'm facing something. Your heart sings and rejoices before the Lord. And it's not long. You have a glide in your stride and a pep in your step. God brings joy to your spirit. Something happens. God ignites a joy inside of you. That's what the Bible talks about in inspiration praise. And some of us, some of us, you're in a hallelujah drought. Yeah. You're in a hallelujah drought. Yeah, you go through worship. There's no hallelujah in you. You're, you're so tired of looking at words on the screen and just repeating them. And I watch you. You're not even singing. You're, you're, you're talking to your, your not-headed teenager. I, I, I look at you. Words are not coming out, but I know who you're talking. <laughs> Perhaps you're talking to your, your wife. You're upset her. <laughs> Words are not coming out. And you're, you're in worship, and you're frustrated. You're angry. You're tense. You're upset. What's wrong? You need a dose. You need a dose of inspiration, praise. You need to ask God, Lord, I need a fresh hallelujah. You need something that happens inside of you that you can say, hallelujah. Oh, God. Oh, God, I just feel the world. It's, it's just falling off of my shoulders. I feel something swelling in my spirit. Oh, God, I feel a joy I haven't felt for a long time. That is inspiration praise. Inspiration praise. Thirdly, verse number four talks about admiration praise. Admiration. Notice again the, the phrase there. It says, extol him who rides on the clouds. Extol. That's not a word we use a lot. Let me give you a, a word that's probably a little more familiar. Admiration. Extol him. You, you move from affirmation praise, inspiration praise, admiration praise. You're in awe that, that you admire. That there is... There is something in your heart in word and expression that, that, that you express to God. Have you ever, have you ever begun to write a, a card, a thank you card, an anniversary card or something? And, and it's, it's like, love you and you're special. And it's, there's more emotion in you than you can put in a word. And you're trying to find a word that fully expresses your heart. And there's more in your heart than you can put in, in, in verbiage and you can write on a card. That's what it means there, that your heart is so full. You, you, that when you say, God, I love you, it's not just a word you're saying. It truly is something from the core of your being. You're saying, 
saying, oh God, I so admire you. God, above all others, above everything else, I admire, I honor the Lord. We need admiration, praise. Uh, if you had admiration, praise, uh, you, you wouldn't be distracted Googling during the message in the presence of the Lord. Yeah, you, you, you wouldn't be surfing the internet while we're having worship if you had admiration, praise. And I want to say something, and you say, but you may make somebody mad. It's time I made some of you mad, okay? Don't think you can come into this house and worship him and drop F-bombs Monday through Friday. You cannot curse God Monday through Friday and come into this house and pretend to admire him. If, if you have the habit of doing that, if, if using a vulgar word is how you express your frustration at job or at somebody else, make God ask the Lord to deliver you from that. That's cursing. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's incompatible. It's incompatible with the heart of worshiper. But not just admiration, praise. The Bible here talks about, verse number four, celebration, praise. Yes. What does it say? Rejoice before him. His name is the Lord. Rejoice before him. His name is the Lord. What, what, what is celebration? I, I, pastor, I get singing. I know what it's like to sing and, and have my heart filled with joy, but help me understand celebration. What, what does celebration mean? Celebration here, rejoice before him. It's the idea that God, God is celebrated. God is, God is exalted above all other things in our life. Stay with me, stay with me. Okay, let's just say on a 1 to 10 scale, 1 to 10 scale. Let's say you're, you're not an outgoing, vivacious, expressive, emotional person. That's all right. If that's how God wired you, nothing wrong with it. I'm not here to tell you you have to do it my way. You don't have to do it my way. You say on a 1 to 10 scale, I'm not a loud, boisterous person. That's all right. If on a one to 10 scale, you're about a, a two or three, when you get a raise, you get a promotion, you buy a new car and you say, you know, I, I just don't jump up and down. I just, I, I'm grateful and I just express it very mildly. That's all right. If you express yourself in a two to three, then God needs to be a four. God is above all else. God is above that. You don't have to be a seven or eight. If, you're, if you normally express yourself in a two or three level, God wants to be a four. But if you're a person, if you're a person when you get a raise, uh, you, you get an income tax return that's twice what you thought, and wow, things are going your way, and you get up and high five, and you, if you're a seven and an eight, God wants to be a nine. That's what I'm saying. Don't be like me. Don't feel like you have to be like somebody else. But whatever level, whatever level you're at, God wants to be the highest. Now, if you're a two or three, you get an income tax return that, that's just magnanimous, and this is how you celebrate. All right. 
If this is what you do, if you get a promotion, then God needs to be just a little above that, above that. But if you get an income tax and you high-five people and you say, you got a man, I got it. You just, you just don't know, man, what, I, what I'm going to do. You know, I got a raise, man. I got a, I got a promotion. Don't come in here with God. No. If you can high-five when the Cowboys win, if, 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 if you get excited when you get that new iPhone or whatever, at whatever level, God wants to have an expression that's even more. That's celebrating. Now, Denise, she's different from me. Denise, she, she's not as like when I go places, Denise will say, You're so loud. Everybody in the restaurant hears you come. I not quite. I just, okay, babe. I, I'm just, I'm boisterous. I know that. I'm just, I have a big personality. I understand. Denise should come in and worship. She'll worship, put her hand up, and just soak in God's presence. Nothing wrong with that. I have people that come in this church and you just you lift your hands receive there's nothing wrong with that don't don't feel like you have to be like me don't feel don't feel the pressure if that's who you are but but God receives more than anyone else do that I have people that come to church and I watch them mm, they sway and I watch them oh God it's like they're drying off with a towel mm, mm, mm. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, so I, I watch them. I, they're drying on with a towel. Look at them. Look at them. That's how they, they're expressing in their way. If, 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 you're, if that's how you, that's all right. Nothing wrong with it. Don't expect somebody else to do the same as you. But whatever level you're at, God, man, he wants to be higher. And when he arises, when he arises through affirmation, inspiration, admiration, and celebration. And God says, guess what? I'm, I'm going to drive out your enemies. I'm going to drive out your enemies. When God arises, his enemies are scattered. So across this house, I'm going to invite you to stand together with me, balcony and main floor. Service not over. Stay with us. We're going to worship. Put your electronic device down. Put your Bible down. And I want you to close your eyes right now. You're in God's presence. Mm, you're in the presence of the Lord. You're in the presence of the Lord now. Would you begin to worship Him with your voice? We're going to sing in a moment. We're going to celebrate in a moment. Would you enter into His presence right now? Oh, God, I love you with your voice now all across this auditorium balcony and main floor it's all right to pray in the spirit it's not out of place you can worship in the spirit oh god i love you lord i love you lord join me balcony just begin to worship god just begin to worship God. For some, this is a new experience for us. We're going we're gonna to enter into a level of spiritual expression we haven't gone before. Join me in worship. Join me in your praise. 
Oh, God, we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Now, everyone in here, I want you to just to begin to move into celebration worship. And if it seems right to you, if this just seems right to you and you want to worship God, if it, if it just seems like you need a breakthrough, you need a fresh hallelujah, I'm going to invite you to come down and worship in the bout, the worship in the altar. It's always appropriate to come down into the altar. You're in the balcony and you say, I just I need to get to the altar. We have stairs that'll take you down. Just come on down here. That's all right. If you're just saying, God, I need a freshness in you in worship, you come right now. Don't hold back. Let this be your moment. Let this be. God, I'm going to move. I'm going to let you arise in my heart. Now join me, Westover. We're going to celebrate under the Lord. Would you join me right now with your praise? Oh, God, we worship you. Join me right now. Lift your voice. This is not, med this is not a meditative moment. This is a voice moment. Let the words of my mouth, let the words of my mouth bring you glory. Oh God, I love you. Worship team, take us into the throne room of God. Yes, Lord. Come on, Westover, let's press in today. Come on, Westover. He inhabits the praises of his people. Yes, Lord. Let it rain, let it rain, open the floodgates of hell, let it rain, let it rain, open the floodgates something in your life I'm reminded of Paul and Silas while in prison as they begin to sing as they begin to praise chains were broken and today we declare that the Spirit of the Lord is in this place the Spirit of God is here come on there's still time if you feel like you need something from the Lord today make your way to the altar for just a moment we're going to declare that there's no one greater than our God. There's no one stronger than our God in this place today. Do you believe that church? Do you believe that church? Come on, let's lift up our praise today. 
on, lift it up. Come on, lift it up in this place. Are you ready this morning? I'm coming back to the start Where you found me I'm coming back to your heart Heart, take me This is so Enemies are scattered in our lives. 
And I want you to know, God, through worship, through praise, God is going to invade Westover with a fresh experience of his Holy Spirit. And he wants to 